just like that. Kia ora, Gail. Wow, kia ora, and I can't believe it. Gee whiz, you, you haven't changed, although your haircut looks a bit different. It's a bit long. I no, need it a looks cut. nice anyway. You look different. But anyway, it's lovely to see you again, and we're in for another 12 months of happy recipes, good recipes, some bad that, you know, I've tried and they haven't turned out so good, so you don't get them actually. So uh, basically, yeah, we're back in for it. Have a good Christmas, did you? Yeah, it was cool, eh? In yeah. a new place and I had Christmas at my place, so mum came over. It was very laid back. I yeah. dressed down for Christmas this year and, <laughs> and mum did a big hot leg of ham and oh, we had roast chicken and it was beautiful. just, it was yum. Yeah, well, we did the same. We had ham. I went to New Plymouth. I think I might have mentioned that. And uh, it was lovely, and we just had uh, lovely ham and uh, salmon, Ooh. and uh, we had salads, and just basically didn't really make anything apart from a Christmas cake, um, and had fresh strawberries, blueberries, uh, dairy-free ice cream, and um, that was our desserts, and a few naughty chocolates and all that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, no, it was lovely. And the weather, weren't we lucky? We had a whole lot of rain around, or oh, just after oh. Christmas, but it didn't rain on Christmas Day, but oh. we had a whole lot of rain around. Oh, sad for you guys. I was up in mm. New Plymouth where the sun was shining all the time. With a bit more sincerity. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, anyway. Now, if people are looking at our Facebook page right now, Coast Access Radio, they're going to see the first recipe because the picture you sent through, I thought, I've got to put that on social media before you even get into the studio. <laughs> it looked divine. Well, it was lovely, actually, and I must admit, I when I tasted it and when it got cut, um, I thought, yes, this is a recipe for Tanya to stick on the Facebook page because it came out, it was lovely in that particular dish that you would see. It was a Pyrex sort of um, dish. I didn't put it in a sliced tin, which I'm going to say in the recipe, but I thought, oh, I've got a fairly wide, you know, Pyrex pie dish mm -hmm. and I'll see how it works in that because, you know, I was just taken to a friend's place. And uh, anyway, when it came out and it it wasn't going to boil over or anything like that, so I didn't have to worry about that. But long as it looked, filled the plate. And you'll see from the, the photograph, yeah. it did. Yeah. And uh, so, look, give this one a try. So I gave it the big tick. When they get the big tick, they come on the program. <laughs> so basically, it's a lemon custard shortcake. And I'm just going to tell you this, Tanya, that I had a jar of lemon honey. Yeah. And, you know, sort of, it's not something that you have on your toast or your bread all the time. And I looked at it and I thought... I want to use it, you know. I sort of, when I saw this recipe, I thought, oh, that's right. I've got that um, jar of lemon curd, as you call it, and uh, I'm going to use it. So that's how this came about, really, because if I didn't have the lemon curd, I probably wouldn't have thought about it. Yeah, but you're waste not, want not, so that's a good thing as well, because we don't right. like throwing things away. We sure don't. So anyway, here we go. Lemon custard shortcake, two cups of plain flour. Plus two tablespoons extra for topping, and I'll explain that to you as we go on. A half a cup of custard powder, one teaspoon of baking powder, a half a cup of sugar, 200 grams of butter chopped, and the zest of one lemon, two eggs, and one and a half cups of lemon honey, or lemon curd as they call it. Now, the method is to heat the oven to 180 degrees Celsius. Now, I've said grease a sliced in or a 25 centimetre round. I actually measured it knowing I was coming on the program. <laughs> so I thought, you know, it's no use saying, you know, a pie dish. I measured it. It was 25 centimetres round Pyrex dish, which I did use, and it was perfect. Place two cups of flour, custard powder, baking powder, sugar, 
butter and the lemon zest in a processor and process until a mixture resembles rough crumbs. Well, to be quite honest, I didn't end up putting it in the processor because my processor is not that big and I would have had to do it in several bits. So I thought, blow, I'm just going to get out the, um, the my, no, I'm just going to get out my mixer oh, yeah. and just watch it and put it all together anyway in the in thing. And I sort of watched it till it was sort of starting to, you know, get to that sort of rough crumbs. But don't worry if it doesn't because you can fix it. Then you're adding the eggs and process until the mixture forms a ball. Well, honestly, that's when when your mixer starts going. <laughs> right, that means that means the ball is done, you know, because it basically it can't really move anywhere. It sounds so. like the washing machine unbalanced. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. So you press two thirds of that mixture over the base of your prepared dish, um, and not forgetting that I did say we're going to keep two tablespoons of flour. Uh, so press two thirds of that over into a dish similar to what I uh, what you see, and um, and then spread the lemon honey evenly over the top. Now I was generous with it, but um, it, I was a bit worried about there wouldn't be any flavour or it was too thin. But anyway, the flavour of the lemon curd's just fantastic, and with that little bit of zest, it was great. And spread over the top. Then now. The mixture that you've got left in your, you know, your um, cake mixer bowl, add two tablespoons of flour, and I mean, be quite generous with that, too heaped, I would say, into the remaining mixture because, you know, or use your hands and roughly crumble that bit. Now, you won't get it crummy crumbs. You might get the more solid sort of pieces, which I did get, and, um, and, while you're putting it over the top, just break it up with your fingers as you go, you know, just sort of break it up and you've got these lumpy bits and everything and fill all that gap up with this topping mixture. And uh, basically, you'll see it looks lovely. So you bake it for 25 to 30 minutes and I let it run the 30 or till the slice is cooked through. Well, I took it out because it's Pyrex, I could see underneath. So I lifted oh. it up with a cloth and looked underneath and it had brown. So I thought, that's it. 30 minutes, that's it. Doesn't need any more. Now, to um, allow to slice, uh, to cook the, the, it to cool and set before cutting, which it had all day to set because I was taking it out as part of a, um, you know, of, of a meal. And, um, and it did, it cut beautifully. You could see the little thin lemon honey curd go through it. And I must admit, it tasted divine. And when Henna was dishing up the cream, I said, yes, I always talk about cream on oh, my program. Yes. So, yes, plenty of cream, please. So it was lovely. Do try it. It's well worth buying a, a jar of lemon curd if you want to do this. And you could sprinkle a little bit of icing sugar over it if you want to, but I didn't. I thought it looked quite impressive as it was. Mm. So because I've done this dessert... Um, I thought, well, I might as well throw in a recipe for the lemon curd. Oh, well, go on. You know, then. just to, just in case people want to think, oh, well, I'll make the lemon curd today, and then tomorrow I'm going to make that dessert, or have the lemon curd anyway, which is nice on toast or you know bread. So the lemon curd is, or quick lemon honey, as they call it, whisk together four eggs and one and a half cups of sugar um, in a large pot. Add 100 grams of butter cut into small pieces 
and the zest and juice of two lemons. Now, you cook all that, and while you're cutting up the butter in small pieces, just going to cook, you know, it's going to melt faster for no other reason. Cook over medium heat, whisking constantly until the mixture is smooth, thick and creamy, and, you know, cool completely before using. So you're whisking it. It didn't give it time, but I think you just have to notice that. And we all know what lemon curd's like. It is. It's smooth and creamy. So basically you're whisking it um, and, you know, constantly until the mixture is like that, which means that it's cooked. Just over, you know, a medium heat. And there you are. Make three cups and um, give it away for a present in a nice jar, whatever. Or use it, as I said, you know, in advance of you making the the shortcake. Yeah. So there you are. It was just beauty. It looks fabulous too. So make sure you go to our Facebook page, you, you listening, <laughs> and go and see what Gail's made, lemon custard shortcake. Actually, when I was um, typing these out for our Facebook page, I was really intrigued by the veggie seed sticks. I thought, oh, they'll be so yum, parmesan. Well, yeah, they looked, yeah, they look great, actually. And I'm, I'll show you a photograph of those, um, Tanya. Oh, don't, because I'll no, be hungry. It's just oh, about lunchtime. Uh, see these? One's asparagus and one's zucchini. Oh, yum. And not a lot to these, actually, no. but oh, just fantastic for an extra at a luncheon or something like that. Yeah. Or just an entree, if you, you know, and a really sort of quite healthy one. One too as well. Vegetarian. Yeah, vegetarian, definitely. But, um, you know, you could use other veggies, but I just thought asparagus, long stick-like. Zucchinis, when you cut them, long stick-like. They always look impressive. You know, you can stick them in a certain type of jar or a tall glass or something like that and look impressive. But anyway, they appeared to me, appealed to me, so um, I thought, yes, we're going to do these. So they're just called Veggie seed sticks. Nothing, you know, glamorous about the name. But anyway, we're going to preheat the oven to 210 degrees Celsius. Line two oven trays with baking paper. Whisk three eggs in a shallow dish and season. Give it a good season with cracked pepper. Combine two cups of grated Parmesan cheese, which is quite a bit, I know, and two tablespoons of chia seeds onto a large plate. Now trim the ends from 340 grams roughly of asparagus and I think that is still in the shops, isn't it? That's why it it appealed to me. It was at the Mahara Midweek Market last Tuesday. Well, there you are. So there you are. So asparagus is still currently in favour and also so are courgette, zucchinis. Um, as well. So that's why I sort of looked at this and thought, yes, I'm going to choose those because they're two current vegetables that we can easily access. So working in batches, dip asparagus. Did I tell you to, you know, just cut the courgettes lengthways and into quarters, you know, like you're making sticks basically. But don't forget to trim those hard ends off the asparagus. They're not tasty at all. Working in batches, dip asparagus and the courgettes into the egg mixture first, then coat in the cheese mixture, um, you know, with the parmesan and the chia seed, and roast these on that paper for 15 minutes or until tender and serve immediately sprinkled with beautiful salt flakes. I think there's something about salt flakes. They really add flavour to this. And I think these in itself, you've got the asparagus flavour and zucchini asparagus. You've got the zucchini and the chia seeds, you know, there. And then you've got that lovely, just decorated with that flaky salt over the top. Yum, yum. Nice to have with a glass or two. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. I so, was just talking to mum about asparagus rolls, and I said, I love tinned asparagus, but this is a little bit classier than oh, asparagus rolls. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, asparagus rolls are nice, but this is, you know, you, you, you're actually cooking this for 15 minutes, so mm. you're using... The basic, you know, the real live asparagus, not the tin stuff. <laughs> the real yeah, life. real life, sorry. Oh, We're not talking grief. about seafood here. But, you know, try that and uh, just lovely. I haven't tried it, but, you know, it's on my program to try. So have you got an idea for a song? Um, What are we now? 2022? In the year 2525? A bit advanced. You reckon you'll still be alive? <laughs> All right, done. In the year 2525, if man is still alive, if woman can survive, they may find. In the year 3535, ain't gonna need to tell the truth. Tell no lies Everything you think, do and say Is in the pill you took today In the year 45-45 Ain't gonna need your teeth, won't need your eyes You won't find a thing to chew Nobody's gonna look at you In the year 55-55 your arms are hanging limp at your sides Your legs got nothing to do Some machine doing that for you In the year 65, 65 Ain't gonna need no husband, won't need no wife You pick your son, pick your daughter too From the bottom of a long glass tube, whoa, whoa Coming, he ought to make it by then Maybe he'll look around himself and say Guess it's time for the judgment day In the year 85-10 God is gonna shake his mighty head He'll either say I'm pleased where man has been Or tear it down and start again Everything this old earth can give And he ain't put back nothing Whoa, whoa Now it's been ten thousand years Man has cried a billion tears For what he never knew Now man's reign is through But through eternal night The twinkling of starlight So very far away Maybe it's only yesterday In the year 25-25 If man is still alive If woman can survive They may fall In the year... 
well, that was a bit different. I haven't heard that for a while. Oh, no, I, I haven't either. But it was nice and sort of like bright and cheery, and that's what we are today. Zager and Evans in the year 2525. You're on Coast Access Radio at the table with Gail. She's back for 2022 and probably to 2525 as well. <laughs> well, probably. <laughs> Oh, so you've got um, a roasted cauliflower salad I see here. There's quite a lot of bits and pieces in there. It is. It is. And I think with the um, zesty yogurt dressing just made a little bit different. So mm. I thought, oh, yes, we could try that. I actually picked a cauliflower out of my garden yesterday, but it was it didn't certainly weigh 800 grams. It was about, you know, it was one of those little wee miniature ones. Yeah. And uh, I thought, oh, I was quite pleased to see it, actually. And I've got corn growing, so I'm really happy. Oh, yum. Yeah, something's growing in my garden, so it's great. But... Uh, with this one, you need one whole cauliflower, and it weighs about 800 grams. And, of course, that's your cauliflower, not all the the, um, the stalks that come out of it. So one whole cauliflower, two tablespoons of um, olive oil, one teaspoon of ground cumin, half a teaspoon of turmeric powder, half a teaspoon of salt, cracked pepper, and a 400 can of chickpeas. And make sure they are well-drained. And a handful of chopped mint and or parsley, one or the other or both. I think, you know, both if you've got them. Mint grows crazy and my parsley at the moment's really gone mad. So I've got a lovely bunch of parsley. And three tablespoons of sliced almonds toasted. So that sounds nice. Mm. So I'll give you the zesty yogurt dressing because it's going to go with it. Half a cup of natural yogurt, zest and juice of half a lemon, one to two garlic, garlic cloves, finely chopped to your preference, one or two. One tablespoon of olive oil and a pinch of salt. Uh, and that's your dressing. So the method is you're going to preheat the oven to 180 degrees Celsius. Chop the cauliflower into bite-sized florets. So just, you know, you can pull that apart, just bite-sized. Place on a large baking tray. Uh, I'm just wondering whether you should use baking paper for that or you should just spray the whatever you're using with mm. a little bit of oil, you know, just so that it doesn't stick to whatever. So, okay, your choice. So place on a large baking tray, add the olive oil, spices and seasoning. Oh, well, I'm adding the olive oil anyway, so there you are. Mix well to combine so it won't stick to the, to the pan because we're already um, mixing it up. Uh, mix well to combine. Spread out the cauliflower in a single layer so it cooks evenly. You know, sort of spread it out. Roast for 10 minutes. Now remove the tray from the oven and add the chickpeas, which have been really well drained, and flip and muddle in with the cauliflower. So just make sure that they get well mixed. Now roast for a further 10 to 15 minutes until nicely golden around the edges. And the cauliflower is just tender. Don't overcook or the cauliflower will be mushy. So look at that. So if you think it's ready, you know, before that 15 minutes, well, it says 10 or 15, just bring it out because it looks nice with just a little golden around the edges of the cauliflower. Um, now, if you want to, you can tip that into a bowl to cool a little before you're actually putting it together. Um, you know, I don't know why. It just might make it just easier. We could leave it on the tray, I guess. But uh, but anyway, you can tip it into a bowl just to cool. Now, with the uh, zesty yogurt dressing ingredients, combine those all in the base of a large salad bowl 
which you're going to actually put this um, this mixture into anyway. So you're putting the yogurt dressing into the base of that bowl. Spoon over the warm cauliflower and chickpea salad with herbs and toasted almonds and toss gently. So you're scooping the bottom of that salad bowl just to bring it over and just, you know, toss gently all that those lovely, um, you know, ingredients and just, just pull them over and so that they're all just um, slightly coated. Uh, I think it's just great. It sounds really, really nice. Um, you can leave it if you want to. Um, you can leave it in the fridge for um, an evening meal or the next day, but just remember it won't be warm and it's probably you can't heat it up. No, you won't not be able once to heat the dressing's it. on it. Once the dressing's yeah. on it. So if you want a warm cauliflower salad with um, with the chickpeas, you just really need to have it then or you can have it cold, which I think will be just as nice anyway, mm. and um, you can make it ahead of time. I think that sounds good because when I think cauliflower, I think, oh, cauliflower and cheese sauce. Yeah. But that's something, a different way of having it. It is. Yeah. yeah, it is. A different way of having it. Now, if you can just, just cook it right, it's nice and crunchy as well. Mm. You know, really nice. So that's uh, something to try for those summer nights. All right. Well, you can go and find that recipe right now while you're listening. Log on to Facebook and go to Coast Access Radio and find that roasted cauliflower salad with zesty yogurt dressing. Now, this last one you sent through, I, I think I might have to give this one a go because I've got mint leaves and I've got basil leaves at home. I just need to buy a watermelon as big as my head, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe not that big. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, why I chose this one, to be quite honest, Tanya, was I had a, uh, a message from the UK, from a friend in the UK on Messenger, and she said, I thought of you, Gail. I went and brought some apples and they were jazz ones from New Zealand. Oh. So she said, I thought of you when I brought these jazz apples. So I thought, and when I saw this, I thought, well, I'm sorry, but I'm having jazz apple, watermelon and feta salad. That's going to be one of the recipes. And um, I don't know whether the jazz apples are still available, but if they're not, you can use any apples. But this particular, I think jazz has got a... They're really crunchy. Yeah, I think they're, they're really, really crunchy nice. red ones, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they are, and they're really, really nice. So so basically, so they're over on the shelves at the UK anyway. <laughs> so um, so this is why I thought I'd give you this recipe. Um, and watermelon, well, you can buy watermelons at the moment. I think they're, you know, they're out there in the big, big tri- you know, the big boxes and everything, watermelon. So there's plenty full of those. So we start off with 300 grams of uh, watermelon cut into two centimetre cubes. Now, two jazz apples, 350 grams. So must be quite a big apple, actually. Mm-hmm. I was thinking 350 grams is quite, quite big, quite a bit of apple. Mind you, you've got to cut the core out. Cut into thin wedges. Now, please take note that I didn't say peel them because, you know, we've got the nice red skins, which, you know, is good, good on the eye when you're presenting it. Half a cup of packed basil leaves, which Tanya said she's got in the garden. Quarter of a cup of packed mint leaves. Now, it did say that you could have um, Whitloaf in this. Well, I've never heard of Whitloaf at all. I thought, well, what's one head of Whitloaf? Okay, have to do some research. So um, I did, and actually, uh, Whitloaf, it's Dutch, actually, to be quite honest. It is a Dutch Oh. Um, vegetable, yeah, vegetable, I suppose you could say. But you can actually replace it with um, cosmetics. Okay. So, which is the same sort of shape, I think. It's that sort of like 
um, leaves you can take off, you know, it's sort of not like a round lettuce, it's sort of like up that yeah, shape. I'm, well, I'm we moving my yeah, hands we're all moving up, our hands here, which <laughs> you can't see, but like a like a cone. Yeah. That's it, yeah. like a cone. And it's similar to chicory or endive, apparently, but uh, I've substituted it with a cos lettuce because, you know, cos lettuce is quite nice. So one head of that... Uh, one small carrot peeled and cut into fine battens. We all know what that is, you know, sticks really. And one teaspoon of Dijon mustard, which is a lovely mustard. One teaspoon of capers, chopped. Uh, two teaspoons of cider vinegar. And one tablespoon of extra virgin olive oil. Uh, or olive oil, doesn't matter whether it's virgin or not. Sea salt flakes, again, and 120 grams of feta crumbled. And this is put, puts the finishing touch on it. Combine the watermelon, apple, herbs, the cos lettuce and carrot into a large bowl. Mix the mustard, capers, vinegar and oil in a second bowl. And season generously with sea salt and ground black pepper, and they say generously. So give it a good, um, you know, lot of that. And then pour the dressing over the salad, toss gently, and put the feta on top, you know, toss it over, put the feta on top, and serve. Sounds very yummy. And I'm going to hold this up because, you know, I don't think Tanya's seen this illustration. That's why I say don't peel the apples because the lovely red skins come oh, out. Oh, that is so mm. vibrant. And, mm. yeah, oh, I just want to reach through the page and get that. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of capers, but if it was in no, something like that, either. I think I would probably eat it. And mum, mum always has capers, so I could go around and rather me buy it, I'll pinch a teaspoon. Yeah, well, I'm not exactly um, keen on them either, Tanya. It's mm. not think oh, I'd actually probably leave them out. Being mm. me, but that's what the recipe says, and it might just add to the flavour. But I'm, I've never been a fan of capers, or if so, you know, cut up one or two or three very small mm. and just, you know, sprinkle it over. But I, yeah, not a fan. Yeah. They are quite salty, so I'm, I'm, I should like them because mm. I love anchovies, those yeah. salty And you like fish. olives, they're salty, aren't they? Like olives. That's right. Yeah, yeah exactly. I so, my blood pressure's high. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our salad, and I think we've done the yeah. cauliflower salad, this salad. And did we have another salad? No. Oh, we had huh? the veggie sticks. So, you know, we've yeah. sort of gone into the savoury rather than the sweet um, today. So, yeah, there we are. That's our that's our recipes. That's your offerings for the week. It's yes, nice your to, offerings, yes. Nice to have you in the studio. Well, you're off on your merry way. What are you off to do this weekend? Well, I'm off. Well, uh, what am I doing this weekend, actually? Uh, is my brother coming up? No, he's not. No, actually, no, I haven't got anything too planned. I think I really need to get out in the garden. <laughs> and um, Friday I'm off to Wellington to do my volunteer job, which is in Wellington at the um, Academy of Fine Arts, um, setting up, you know, for a new exhibition. So that's a volunteer job that I do. But, um, yeah, no, I think this weekend's going to be taken up um, – tending to the garden and the bricks and all that sort of stuff. And I'll look forward to it because, you know, sometimes you don't get the opportunities. But when I'm not out, I'm in, if yeah, you know what I mean. I do. <laughs> yeah. And it's good for your mental health to get it out is. into the garden oh, as I well. I love it. Yeah. And, and you can keep an eye on those little beggars that have been eating your lemons. But I think you've sorted that now, haven't Well, you? I have. Look, I was just telling Tanya, I'm sick of the possums actually peeling my lemons because they eat the peel and throw the lemon on the ground. And, of course, what can I do with it when they do that, once a possum's there? So I had this idea that they don't like light, you know, like 
uh, unnatural light or light because they don't come out during the day. So I brought some solar lights that you normally would just, you know, with a pointy edge stick in the ground. No, not me. I taped them with black tape so that it doesn't look too obvious and taped them to the various branches of my lemon tree. And uh, the tree does look really nice at night because it throws <laughs> all the light. But guess what? No lemons on the ground for the last two days. Keep you posted because I think I've hit the nail on the head instead of setting a trap and catching them like that. And this is more humane because they come along and they look, oh, that's too light for, for pinching lemons off the tree, will disappear. So um, you uh, can, yeah, I'm saving a life, really. I think it's hilarious. You've got some peeved possums in Autarky <laughs> that are going, whoa, Gail had a lemon tree, now she's got a UFO. <laughs> Catch you next week. Catch you. This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air.